What is up, guys? Welcome to episode 13 of the Set the Bar podcast. I'm your host, Ben Todd, and on today's show, we're discussing overcoming mental limitations that we place upon ourselves. I've got a story and an experiment that I conducted this week that I wanted to share with you guys that pushed my own self-discipline and my own mental boundaries. So we'll get into that here in a second. And then I've got a few tips to share with you guys on how to push past your own mental boundaries and limitations to live the lives that you know you're capable of living. So with that, let's get into it. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Set the Bar. I'm Ben. I'm your host. And I want to start today with a story. I'll get into today's topic here in just a minute, but I wanted to start with a story. Uh, I actually did an experiment this week that I wanted to share with you guys. So about a year ago, when I started this new uh, corporate IT position, um, Lucian, who you guys have probably, you guys probably remember from earlier episodes, uh, you know, he's a good friend of mine. He's been in the corporate world for his whole career. Um, and he gave me some advice and said, hey, now that you're working this corporate job and you're not, you know, bartending and, and doing these late night things, you really need to get in the gym early in the morning. You know, all these successful people and, you know, hard chargers are, they get their training session done early in the morning. And at the time, I've always, well, I would, shouldn't say always, I've mostly always trained in the evenings after work, um, sometimes even really late when I was in the military and would get done with work at, you know, eight, nine o'clock, I would go train. Um, so I've always been one to work out after noon or evening after I've had, you know, almost my full day's worth of meals and, um, you know, had all that time during the day, um, to prepare for the workout. And I've done a little bit of training in the mornings in previous jobs that I've had where I wouldn't start work until maybe, you know, nine, 10 o'clock in the morning when I could give myself enough time in the mornings to train and have enough time to, you know, go back home and eat and shower and then get ready for my day. Um, but with starting work at 8am at this new job, I made up all the excuses in the world of why I couldn't work out in the mornings. I, I went on every – I made up every story I could tell myself about, you know, why I wasn't going to be able to train in the mornings. You know, I wouldn't have enough time or I would feel too rushed or, you know, I just have to wake up super early and, and on and on and on. So he kind of gave up on advocating for me to train early and then just kind of let me do my thing. So – for the last year, I've been training in the evenings after work. Um, gym's super busy. You know, that's just peak time for people to come work out. Um, and I was listening to a podcast last weekend that I referenced on last week's show uh, with Sean. I was listening to a podcast with Brad Lee and Wes Watson. And if you guys are unfamiliar with who Wes Watson is, I highly recommend you check him out. He was incarcerated for 10 years in the California prison system, and now he's this big motivational speaker. Uh, travels all around doing these speaking engagements. His his social media is uh, is is pretty good. Um, he's always motivating people, and he's got a different different style and different tone than than most of your average motivational speakers. But he was talking about uh, in this interview with Brad Lee that he wakes up at two forty five in the morning every day. Doesn't matter what day of the week it is, um, weekday, weekend, doesn't matter, and. 
the reason he says this is because, um, you know, in the prison system, you don't really sleep much. You know, you got people banging on walls. You got, you know, guards slamming doors. You got all kinds of things going on to where it inhibits your sleep anyway. So he would get up at 245 and drink his coffee and work out. And, and that's his that's his routine now that he does. Um, gets up at 245. He's at the gym by 4, works out until 530 or 6, um, and then starts his day after that. And so I thought about that for a little while, and I came to the conclusion that I can do that too. Not 245, you know, not not to that extent, but I could facilitate waking up in the morning early to go work out, get my day started that way, and then go off to work. So I devised this plan. I kind of broke down my timeline of how how long I would need to be in the gym, when I would need to be you know, gone from the gym by in order to, you know, sit in traffic and then get to work on time. So I settled on four o'clock in the morning waking up. So I started this on Monday. Our alarm went off at four. I was up by 4.03. Got up pretty easily. I actually felt good, um, which is surprising because I was up until midnight um, the night before editing last week's episode and, and making sure it uploaded and everything like that. So I only got four hours of sleep, but only running on four hours of sleep, I felt good. Got in here at the gym, trained, um, made it to work with 30 minutes to spare. So that was good. I felt really good. And honestly, like after my workout and I'm, you know, sitting at work and starting my week off, I just felt good. Like I had those, you know, positive workout endorphins flowing. Um, I had a pump. So I'm sitting here. It was, uh, it was arm day on Monday. So I'm sitting at my desk and, you know, my shirt's kind of, you know, my, 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 my sleeves are filled out because I've got this, this arm pump still going on. Um, so I felt good Tuesday alarm went off, um, at again, four o'clock. I think I got up at four ten on Tuesday and I met Lucian for a, uh, a morning workout and he and I hit chest. It was great. Um, Wednesday was a rest day. Thursday alarm went off at four. And uh, I think I got up at like 4.15. Now, this is this is where it started getting difficult for me. This is where I started negotiating with myself and I started bargaining with myself on, well, let's see here. I'd lay in bed, you know, half asleep, half awake. I'd lay there and I'd think, hmm, do I really need to get up right now? I could, I could work out after work. Like I, I gave myself all of the reasons and all the excuses for why I shouldn't get up and why I should stay in bed for another hour and a half when my alarm would typically go off. And at 4.15, I looked at myself, I looked at the ceiling, and I was like, dude, get the fuck up. <laughs> so I got up, got up, was good, went to the gym, felt great, hammered out a workout, got to work, everything was good. Friday comes around, okay? Friday, it's 4 o'clock, alarm goes off gets to be four, like just before 420. It was like 418, 419, and I'm still laying in bed. And like 420 was the absolute limit for me. Like if I was going to get up, I had to be up by that time because otherwise, you know, I would, I would overshoot all of my time limits. Wouldn't get to work on time. I'm never late for work ever. So we can't start, <laughs> we can't start that trend. So 419 comes around and I'm still laying there and I'm like, dude, get your ass out of bed. And I got up and came to the gym, hit a workout, felt great. 
So what's the point in, in me telling this story, right? So there's, there's a couple things. One, I wanted to try something different. I wanted to push myself outside of my comfort zone and try something that I don't normally do. I wouldn't say I'm not a morning person because I was in the military um, during our during my technical training. Um, we were out in in West Texas in the middle of the summertime, middle of July, where it was hotter than hell. So we had to be up and on the what we called the PT pad, which is really just a long. It is an old decommissioned runway, and so we had to be out there at three fifteen in the morning. To get our PT done, to you know, get showered, get to breakfast, and then go to class. So we're up at three three o'clock, and had to be outside on the PT pad, ready to go by three fifteen. So I've gotten up early, and I've been okay doing it. I can get up. It's just I prefer not to get up. So I wanted to push myself outside of my comfort zone this week and try something different, and see how I responded. See, push my discipline you know, a little bit more and see how I responded. And honestly, in, in doing an honest evaluation and assessment of this, I actually really enjoy it. Um, the gym itself is fairly empty at, you know, I get to the gym uh, like 5.20, 5.30 in the morning. The gym is fairly empty at that time, um, which is great because, you know, I felt like I was able to get in and get out, get out more efficiently. You know, at night, um, I, I can only speak for myself personally, but I feel like at night, you know, in, in the evenings, afternoons, um, when you see you got all your friends at the gym, you know, you're chopping it up, uh, you know, you're catching up, you're, you're kind of BSing between your sets, you know, you're wasting a lot of time. Well, for me, I was wasting a lot of time. I, I would be in the gym for anywhere, anywhere between two and two and a half and e- sometimes even three hours, just depending upon what the lift was and you know, what kinds of um, workouts I had to do, what kinds of exercises I had to do, if I had to do cardio, if I had to do abs, you know, whatever that was going to look like. So I couldn't, I couldn't, um, you know, fathom um, spending that amount of time in the gym when I could be utilizing that time to not only work out, but then also spend time doing productive things. Uh, And not to say working out isn't productive, but it's just a long time to spend um, in the gym. So I wanted to challenge myself, um, push my discipline a little bit more, and and try something new and get outside of my comfort zone. So um, all of that to say that today's episode um, is going to be about challenging and pushing past your mental boundaries and limitations. We all set mental limitations upon ourselves. The, the mind is so powerful, and it can be so limiting to us if we allow it to be. Um, I think, you know, Sean touched on it a little bit last week in, in my last episode where he talked about people like to feel comfortable. People don't like the feeling of being uncomfortable. People like to, you know, people like things to be predictable. They like to, um, you know, have solace in, in the fact that they know what's going to happen in their day. Um, and when you introduce some uncomfortability unto, into someone's life, um, you know, sometimes they, they get scared and, you know, they don't know how to react and they don't know how to act. They don't know how to conduct themselves. Um, and it can either make or break you. So I wanted to do an experiment, not only for myself, but for you guys as well. And, and I wanted to document, um, kind of how that went and, and what my experience was through that process. So, um, 
all that being said, I wanted to share some some tips with you guys about um, how not to limit yourself mentally and how to push past those those mental boundaries that that we all have. And I was kind of motivated to talk about this today because I'm reading this book. I'm reading uh, David Goggins' new book. It's called Never Finished. I'm about halfway through it. And I just finished reading a chapter, actually last night, where he, back in 2019, he ran an ultra marathon. Um, Not uncommon for David Goggins, but he ran an ultra marathon of 240 miles through the mountains of Moab, Utah. Now, if you know anything about David Goggins, that's not uncharacteristic for him. Um, 240 miles is is quite um, a, a physical and mental feat. Um, it was over the course of five days, so you had 120 hours to complete this 240-mile course. And it was through the mountains and through the desert and, and, all, and through these peaks and valleys and all kinds of different things. And he's chronicling his journey through this 240 mile race. He ended up, he ends up finishing the race, um, within the, the, the time frame, within the 120 hours, even after spending 12 of those hours in the hospital, because he had blood, um, filling his lungs and he wasn't able to breathe. And it was this whole thing. And it kind of got me thinking that, you know, David Goggins himself is, he is an anomaly um, amongst most men. But it got me thinking that I feel like a lot of us would look at that. I know I personally would. A lot of us would look at that and say, oh, there's no way in hell I'm running a 240-mile race through the mountains in the middle of the night in God knows what kind of environment and what kind of elements. No way. Absolutely not. Um, and so we would just write it off right then and there without even giving it a second thought. And David Goggins was able to not only complete this race, but complete this race and also like almost died from these health you know, complications and medical challenges that he had along the way. But he still finished the race, which to me, it, it kind of boggles my mind, honestly. So the mind is so powerful and can either limit you or enable you to do great things. So the first tip I wanted to share with you guys is is something I did this week and push past your comfort zone and get uncomfortable. Most people hate the feeling of being uncomfortable. Most people, you know, like the the warmth of their bed and the and the comfort of their spouse and knowing exactly what's going to happen that day, um, just kind of living these predictable lives. In order to achieve anything great, we have to be uncomfortable. There's just no way around it. You have to um, get uncomfortable to make any kind of actionable progress. Ed Milet just published a book about a year ago, coming up on a year ago. It's called The Power of One More. And uh, if you guys haven't read it, I highly recommend it. It's a great read. Um, He talks about his overarching principle of the book is we can always do one more of something then we think we can. If we're in the gym, we can always do one more rep. If we're, you know, if we're in a business situation, we can always send one more email. We can always make one more phone call. There's always one more of something that you have in you. When you think you're done, when you think that you've exhausted all other, you know, options, you always have one more. And so that's kind of that kind of embodies this whole get uncomfortable um, you know, notion that you can there's always more in the tank that you have, even when you think that you're done, 
you can always do one more of something. And so, you know, that kind of embodies this whole, um, you know, feeling of getting uncomfortable. When, when you're uncomfortable, you're, you're doing something that is outside of your normal realm, is outside of something that you would typically do. And, you know, it's, it's the unknown. It's this big question mark that you don't know what's going to happen. You're not prepared for it, but you just have to go after it. You just have to go after it. So tip number two, you have to tell yourself that you're capable and competent of doing whatever this thing is. Um, you know, when I was faced with this decision to either get my ass out of bed at four o'clock in the morning or four ten or four fifteen or whatever the time was, um, I, I told myself I'm capable of doing this. I can do this. I do not have to stay in bed for another 90 minutes. I can get up. I can, you know, eat, I can go train, I can feel great. And I can do all of this in the, in this amount of time this morning and then, you know, get to work on time. We tend to limit ourselves because we we tell ourselves that oh no man you like you can't do that that's just it's just not possible or you have other people tell you you're never going to accomplish that that's not going to happen you're you're not able to do that it's not going to work when we begin a new venture we're going to be bad at it generally speaking no one is just great at something right out the gate especially something new that they're trying to do you're going to be bad at it you're going to have doubts. You're going to have times where you question yourself and you're like, man, why the hell am I doing this? But it's only going to be through practice, putting in the reps, and then sometimes failing or maybe oftentimes failing. All of those things combined together will actually allow us to improve, become better, and eventually grow. You can learn something from any experience that you have, whether the experience is positive or negative. It doesn't matter because there's always a lesson to be learned inside of that experience. There's a great quote from uh, William Shakespeare that says, There is nothing either good or bad, but thinking makes it so. And that really just goes to show that situations and events themselves are, are really neutral. Um, it, it's honestly, it's, it's your mentality and your view of it and your mindset of it that really shapes whether you know this thing is going to be good uh, bad or indifferent. So anytime you take on something new, anytime that you you know try to venture into uncharted territory, you're going to you're going to be bad. You're going to have doubts. You're going to feel like you can't do this. But really, you know, the biggest key is you know surround yourself with positive people. Surround yourself with people who are going to push you, um, who are going to hold you accountable um, to being uncomfortable. And who are going to, you know, cheer for you and, and, and celebrate your victories and, and celebrate you when when you do when you continue on the path, but they're also going to, you know, hold you accountable when you when you miss those workouts or when you, you know, don't send those emails or when you, you know, you're not studying. Um, you're not continuing to try to, you know, learn and, and absorb more positive information. Those are the kind of people you need to hold in your lives. Um, the people you don't need are going to be the people who say, man, you know, you don't need to do that or that's unnecessary or you'll never accomplish that or you might as well not even try to do that because it's not worth your time and energy. Um, those people are the people who you need to, you know, reevaluate and say, you know, these people aren't for me. I don't I don't need these people in my life. Um, and tip number three that I have for you guys is to learn to love the process. If you guys have, you know, if you guys are college football fans um, you know that Nick Saban loves to talk about the process. Anytime you try to undertake anything, there's always a process to it. There's always – it's always it, – you don't just go from point A to point B and there's nothing in the middle. 
there's always that middle something, which is the process. It's it's you actually doing the day to day, you know, grind of whatever that thing is um, to get you to that end goal. When you start out, don't worry about the end goal. The end goal could be, you know, it could be a week from now, it could be a year from now, it could be 10 years from now. It doesn't really matter. What matters is the process. Uh, you continuing to do the day in, day out grind of whatever that thing is. If you focus on being the best you can be at at, you know, hammering in on that process, eventually you will get to that goal. That's something that Lucian and I talked about on one of our earlier episodes together. You know, the process itself is what's going to get you to the end. You don't go from the beginning to the end with nothing in the middle. There's always that work in the middle that, you know, sometimes people aren't going to see. Sometimes it's just going to be you and you alone doing whatever that thing is, whether it's working out, whether it's studying, whether it's, you know, sending emails or cold calls or whatever that thing is. It's just going to be you and you. And sometimes you'll have people there alongside you. Sometimes you won't. No matter who's with you or who isn't with you, you still need to put that work in. And if you really dedicate yourself to that process, if you become the best you can be at that process, if you can stay disciplined enough to do the things that you know that you need to do, if you stay focused on that daily discipline, if you stay focused on that grind, if you know, if you continue to do all of the things that you know that you need to do, whether you actually want to do them or not, you will get to that end goal. All right, guys. So in summary, um, today's episode, we talked about pushing past mental boundaries and limitations that we all put on ourselves at one point in time or another. You know, mental limits are, they're a fact of life. They're a part of human nature. Um, Not everyone thinks that they can just do everything. And there are going to be some things Um, in life that are just going to be, you know, either physically impossible or financially impossible or, you know, whatever that's going to look like. So there are times where you have to be realistic in, you know, the things that you want to do or set out to do. Sometimes there are limitations to that. But for the most part, the things that we limit ourselves on can actually be accomplished and achieved with the right mindset, with the right mentality. So tip number one is to push outside of your comfort zone and get uncomfortable. You know, we most people don't like to feel uncomfortable. Most people like the the comfortability of, of knowing what's going to happen to them that day, of knowing what their life is going to look like, of knowing what their day is going to look like. But in order to, to achieve anything great, we have to get uncomfortable. Tip number two is to tell yourself that you are capable and competent of accomplishing whatever this thing is. You know, we all might st- we all start out bad at something. Um, whenever you get a promotion at work, you are promoted to a level of incompetence, which basically means, you know, you don't know how to do that job. You can learn how to do that job with time and reps and practice, but when you start day one on a new job, um, you are incompetent at that job. And only through you know going through the training process and going through you know learning and and growing from your peers and your superiors. Do you get better? And that that applies to really anything in life. When you start something on day one, no matter what it is, if it's a new hobby, if it's you know a new job, if it's a new workout routine, you're not going to be as optimal at it as you want to be. Um, and it's only going to be through time and practice, and you know really that attention to detail is when you're really going to see those improvements. Tip number three is to learn to love the process. 
the process of doing anything is really where um, those those lessons are going to be learned. You know, you don't go from point A to point B with nothing in the middle. There's always something, and that something is the process. That's your that's your daily grind, your daily discipline, those daily habits that you implement in order to eventually get you to that goal. As long as you continue to do the things that you know that you need to do in order to get towards that goal, you will eventually get there. So, guys, that's the episode for today. As always, if you enjoyed the show, if you learned something new, gained a new perspective, thought something was insightful, uh, go ahead and uh, share the show. You know, I do this because I want to help as many people as I can. I want to try to share the knowledge and wisdom that I've learned over the course of my life and that I've learned from other people. Um, And so if that really resonated with you guys, uh, I I would really appreciate if you guys shared the show. Um, Also, go ahead and, you know, if you felt it was good enough, go ahead and leave me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts if that's where you happen to be listening. And, you know, guys, I'm going to start doing these more frequently. I've kind of, I know I've said that before, I've kind of fallen off the bandwagon with that a little bit, fallen off the boat. Um, But... You know, guys, as I've gotten some more traction on the podcast, I think it would be beneficial for not only you guys, but for myself as well, um, to hold myself more accountable to getting episodes out weekly instead of, you know, whenever it kind of fits my schedule. So be looking forward to more episodes coming at more of a consistent rate. Um, And that does it for episode 13 of the Set the Bar podcast. I'll see you all next time.